Hello, good morning, and welcome to the part of the Noob Show as our producer comes in and gotcha right there at the start. He wanted to make sure he was he was known today. We do appreciate Peter Byte underscore underscore and all the work he does behind the scenes. Welcome to episode 15 of the part of the Noob Show, everybody. Hope you're having a great start to your weekend. Also want to make sure we call out everybody that watches on YouTube later in the week, shares the experience with us or downloads this episode on anywhere you download your podcast. Um, definitely appreciate all the support we get through the week. Um, Tony, what's going on, man? How was your week? What, how are things? Yeah, you got the, the new job for a couple of weeks now. How's that going? How, how's life treating you, man? The new job is great. It does have sucky hours, though. I will say that. <laughs> the hours on my job are like 8.30 to 5.30. I know it's normal. But it just sucks, man. You got to wake up. You got to, you know, you start your day. And then just before you know it, it's the end of the day. And you just got a few hours left before you basically go back to sleep again and to do it all over again. So that part sucks. But it's the weekend now. Football upon us tomorrow. Part of the noobs today. Loving today. It's a freaking weekend, baby. Right? Oh, yes. It's the freaking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Anything going on for yeah. you this week other than just another week of work and whatnot? No, nothing going on. I don't today. My, my collection's kind of stalled a little bit. And I said it would because I got those right. Def Jams and I feel like I'm I'm complete in my, you know, like my soul is complete. Yeah. But I will say this every time, I think that every time Peter makes an appearance by accident at the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. we should make him take a shirt off. I think it's a great idea. I think it's earth shattering. It's 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 groundbreaking. Yep. Um, yep. I think that's a fitting way for the producer to, you know, next time he makes an appearance that, you know, there's consequences for, you know, for, you for know, making we're trying to run a professional show, show here, you know, and if, if, if you, if you're going to step out and show out like that, you better show out with your shirt off, you know, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How's your week? Oh, pretty good, man. Uh, just another, you know, grind, grind at work this week, man. It was full of stuff, uh, a lot of unexpected stuff. We had a lot of up, a lot of PTN shorts this week on the Good Game Report channel. If you missed it, make sure you go check it out. Some really good information from last week's show, episode fourteen. If you want to watch episode fourteen in its entirety, it's right there too. We got a playlist set up. You can watch all fourteen episodes we've had. You can also watch all the PTN shorts out there too. They're in their own playlist, so. If you just have time for some bite-sized information, we got that for you, too. Uh, they're all in order, so just go in there and watch them that way. Um, other than that, just my normal YouTube grind, man. You know, we stream five days on Twitch like normal. I'm afraid I didn't get enough actual clips this week, though. I'm afraid about that. Um, did the Bloodhound Challenge in Apex this week. Uh, I think it was Thursday. Thank goodness nobody joined up to play with me, because if uh, if, if they did, they'd be so pissed. <laughs> I could have said they'd be pissed because <laughs> I watched the Bloodhound Challenge. They make you go into BR and they make you go actually do stuff independently while the fight's going on. So my two teammates, thank goodness I muted them because they, I'm sure they had some really choice words to say about what I was doing. But got it, got it completed. Got a legendary skin for uh, Bloodhound out of the out of the deal. So at the end of the day, I spent like an hour doing it and got it done. So it's all good. Uh, YouTube pushing that like normal. It's YouTube is is my life outside of home life and uh, the GGR work. So we're up to 663 subscribers, and we got about 5,000 views to go to get 200k the next milestone. So you know, we've already had a good 20k uh, views since the last time we talked. So before you know, uh, it, you're gonna have a million subscribers, man. Yeah, 
want to give a shout out. Like, yeah, I got, I got uh, like, I got like a few hundred thousand subscribers today, and yeah, we're at a million. We're at a million five hundred and forty-nine thousand. And I gotta know, get my watch hours great. up. Thank you. I gotta get my watch hours up. My trailing three sixty-five only has me at like three point four, um, and I need four thousand hours watch. So gotta have some more bangers. By the way, I just yeah. wanted to give a personal shout out myself. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this or not. But you can see in the YouTube support support squad section in the new Discord, Malgenics um, has thrown his hat back in the ring with uh, YouTube. I said, "Hey man, why the heck? I mean, like, shorts are so hot right now, and you are so good at social media content. Why the heck yes. isn't that going to YouTube?" So Malgenics has climbed back in the game. He's already Let's got go. seven hundred. The guy's like seven hundred sixty subscribers already. He's been sitting on the account. I'm like, man. Get out there and make yourself some money. Get out there and go do this yeah. thing, man. You, you can be a hit on there, too. And it's this very similar format to TikTok, which he does a lot of already. So there's not a lot of work to be done there other than just get it out there. And he's got great content. So if you guys haven't checked out Malogenics, make sure you go check out his YouTube. Subscribe to it, all the things. It's in the, it's in the uh, YouTube support um, area of the Discord. He's throwing his hat back in the ring. So what about GGR updates? Tony, you got any GGR updates for us? I do. Every Monday, we have this awesome retro stream called Geek Corner with uh, Matt's Geek Corner and Peter Bite, our lovely Peter Bite, the one that, you know, shall remain shirtless. Underscore, underscore. Unfortunately, this week it's canceled. But you never know. He could make an appearance. He could, he could just all of a sudden randomly stream on Monday as well, playing something retro or something scary so we can scare the living daylights out of him. But... This week, it's Geek Corner is canceled, but tune in next Monday after this Monday. Hopefully, it'll be on again, and they'll be playing something really cool. But as for this week, it is canceled. Sorry. Sorry, people. Sorry, GGR. Sorry, everyone. I know it's... Sorry. Very sorry. Peter has said, though, that to make up for it, he might go shirtless the next one. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Second, we have the genix and toodle show and it's formerly known as raid night it's still kind of raid night but it's a new era in raid nights the guys showed and gave color commentary on the mugen tournament which was an awesome tournament did mortal kombat win no what it was space invaders no no that's different you're thinking of something else. oh the mugen tournament's the fighting tournament sorry correct okay so the fighting tournament our website well who did win that arcade thing Dio. Who? Oh, Arcade? Arcade yeah, the MK. MK1. This Discord's oh, of full of Mortal Kombat lovers, and there's okay. no chance that anything else was going to win. So, All right. Well, Toodles and Genix, Miles, do some crazy stuff on their Toodles and Genix show, or <laughs> Genix and Toodles show, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It's just an amazing show. Anyways, don't forget to watch that. It's on Tuesdays. Um, I'm not sure what time it is because sometimes they come on at 8.30. Sometimes they come on at like at like 10 o'clock, 10.30. So just stay tuned. Stay, you know, keep on the GGR to keep updated of what times they're going to come on. That's why I didn't put a time on here because I wasn't sure because <laughs> they're kind of like random with their times. But last week they raided uh, Babyface Jace and uh, they still raid people at the end and it's really fun. But now they do some crazy stuff. And if you know Miles, that dude eats like dog food on a stream. He does like all kinds of crazy things to himself. I don't know why he does these things to himself. He, he secretly likes doing it. But he's nuts. I don't know who can secretly like doing anything like that. 
Because I know, I, dude, I watched his stream, I think, the whole time like this. Like, oh, oh, this is my <laughs> face of just like, I, I think I gagged myself because he was doing oh. it. It was horrible. Oof. But anyways, watch it. If you, if you like that stuff, you like crazy antics, these two will bring it every Tuesday. They bring it. So watch. Absolutely. Look forward to some shorts in the very near future, some clips from that show. Um, because we had Chad Chatterson is actually who joined um, along with Toodle working that booty um, on that particular uh, episode. Chad Chatterson had some very, very, th- very interesting things to say as they were common commenting on the uh, on the tournament there. So we, we made sure we grabbed some clips may not be safe for all audiences, but uh, we're going to put it out there because some of it's just downright hilarious, like knee slapping, all that good stuff. So. Uh, make sure you check that out because that's, I mean, you're walking into just a cluster every week there. It's, you don't know what's going to happen, but I guarantee you something will happen and you'll be glad that you visited. So um, on to the top 10, top 10 took the week off this week. Uh, we've been doing that grind for a minute now. Um, we're up into the seventies. So week 73 postponed until this week, starting just a couple days from now. Um, make sure that you put your clips in there, right? We're featuring this on YouTube. Right, shorts are getting as many as eight thousand views a piece. Like this is a huge deal for our community to be able to put themselves out there. You know, if you're in a big video like that, you're putting yourself out there in front of thousands of people. Right, you get discoverability. We advertise your Twitch right there on the screen, um, and put your Twitch down in the description as well um, if you're streaming. And uh, it's just a an opportunity that nobody should be able to like throw out the window. Right, you should want to do that if you want to get yourself out there. Free promotion from the GGR. All you gotta do is copy and paste the clip, right? Just post the post the link there in the in the in the weekly top ten in the Discord. Um, GGR streamers on Twitch. We have some Twitch takeovers. We actually have two Twitch takeovers today to let you know about. Ooh. This afternoon, Rhino and Choppy are gonna be playing in an Apex tournament. So Rhino's taking over the Good Game Report Twitch channel this afternoon. Um, it's gonna be televising kind of their their run in that tournament. Um, and then following that tonight, Peterbyte underscore underscore is going to be back back to the uh, the Visage game. Visage? Visage? I, I still can't say it. I, I just, it is what it is. Visage. visage. I think it's yeah. Visage. Yeah. We'll go with Visage and, and hope that's correct. It's kind of like me saying Valorant or Valorant or what, you know. <laughs> tomato, tomato, which side of the pond do you? I don't, you know. It, it, it goes the other way. But, but look forward tonight have another opportunity to mess with Peter Byte underscore underscore another opportunity. I hope he's put some more sounds in there and cut down the timers because we just want to see him soil himself on stream. I'll just be honest. Yeah. And if Maybe. you like apex play, watch Rhino and choppy. Cause Oh my goodness. These two are like cracked. They're so good at apex. I'm so jealous. I wish I had they're half connected. of their skill. Yeah, they're connected. They're like not, one. Not only do they have amazing skill, they have amazing skill and experience playing with each other. So good luck to yeah. the people that are going to be in that tournament playing against yeah. those two because, yeah. oh, wow. Rhino and Chop Chop, that's that's a recipe for disaster for anybody going in there to play with them um, yeah. for sure. So we're going to move on to gaming news. Um, unless you've been living under a rock this week, you know earlier this week on Wednesday morning, um, some news broke about Twitch. Um, it's been hacked by an anonymous person. Hacker claims to have leaked the entirety of Twitch, including its source code and, and payout information. Um, so we're going to break some of that down here for you. 
uh, Good Game Report's very own Peter Byte underscore underscore, was uh, <laughs> he was quick on the case. He saw this early in the day. Thankfully, he got an announcement out to everybody. Um, thank you for doing that, Pete, because it, I'm sure it saved um, some information potentially down the road. Um, the user um, that hacked posted 125 gigabyte torrent link on 4chan on Wednesday. Um, they stated the leak was to foster more disruption and competition in the online video game streaming space because the Twitch community is disgusting, toxic, cesspool. Pretty strong words. I can't say that I un- I don't agree with some of that. The story is from the Video Games Chronicle, by the way, and they can confirm that from another anonymous source that the data leaked is in fact legitimate. Twitch is aware of the breach, and the data obtained was was obtained as early as Monday. Uh, we were notified of the breach Wednesday, so some of that uh, data includes, like I said, the entire of Twitch's entirety of Twitch's source code with comment history going back to its early beginnings, creator payout reports from back to 2019, mobile desktop console Twitch clients, proprietary SDKs and internal AWS services used by Twitch, but it's Amazon Web Services, right? Uh, every other property that Twitch owns, including IGDB and CurseForge. I have to look into more of those uh, and find what that looks like. Um, an unreleased Steam competitor. Did you know that they have a, a Steam competitor in development, codenamed Vapor from Amazon Game Studios? So Amazon is working on a Steam competitor to, to come along with, with, the, with, the, with Twitch. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's that's a whole nother story, right? So mm-hmm. maybe some more stuff will break this week about that. Somebody will you know, unpack that for us. It's got the the tools to get in there and find it out. Um, and then Twitch internal red teaming tools designed to help improve security by having staff pretend to be hackers. Well, guess what, guys? Your red teaming tools are poop, or the people that use them are poop because somebody just went in there and got you for everything. That's kind so. of funny. Oops, I thought I, I love that point because it just kind of shows like, uh, yeah, good job with that. Um, it's a good plan to have poor execution, right? So here's here's some interesting stuff, and I, I'm not going to read all of these. I'm going to pick some out, but I mentioned above, you know, payout payouts from create for creators back to 2019. So some of that information going back to 2019 today, there's some really high numbers in here. So you know the big guys on Twitch are making some serious coin, right? And you know, you can go out there and look anybody's subscriber totals, right? It's it's free information to go out there. There's multiple websites you can go look that up with. Um, the really only thing you can't go out there and uh, and put together on yourself, you don't know how much ad revenue they have, right? Um, and I don't know if the bits information is readily available, but I know for sure the subscribers is, and that's the main that's the main piece, right? You also don't know what their cut is as part of their agreement with Twitch, but loosely you can kind of you kind of can figure out how much these guys are making. So quickly roll through the top ten with some big names. I'm going to pop some other big names as we go down the list. Um, they there's a, a Twitter link that actually advertised the top hundred. I saw I picked some out. Um, top ten critical role. Never heard of him, but has made nine point six million dollars. Dole hairs. 9.6 million with Twitch since 2019. Um, XQC, we know him. He's been a he's been the the most watched in quarter three on Twitch. 8.4 million. Summit 1G 5.8 million. Tifu 5.2 million. Nick Merks 
with just, I believe, Nick Erickson, he just signed an exclusive agreement with Twitch going forward. Everybody's jumping to YouTube, and he just balled up on a huge contract with Twitch. A little over $5 million. Ludwig, 3.2. Tim the Tapman, 3.2. Altor, 3 million. RN Play, 3 million. Lyric, we've heard him recently, 2.9. Shroud's a name you guys know, and he hadn't even been back in the game for that long. Shroud's still over 2 million bucks. Payouts from Twitch. Here's one that's really interesting because I actually follow this because we used to have a good game report CSGO team that we we uh, um, sponsored or whatnot, um, gave support to, right? The ELCSGO channel, right? They're playing all year long. So the ESL League um, for CSGO, $1.9 million through their Twitch channel. Are you kidding me? Like that's pretty good support of that uh, arena. No wonder they're so successful. They're making some money. Dr. Lupo, 1.8. PP, retired coach and a big-time player in the COD League. Uh, TP, 1.7. Pokimane, 1.5. Bobby Poth um, from across the pond. He's a big COD player. Plays the TP and then 1.4. Ninja. Actually, he's still out there making money. I haven't seen a Ninja stream in a while. Does he even stream? Uh, normally, I would say what? But he's got 1.3 million in the bank. Amaranth, all right, from all the... Uh, Hot tub streaming and all that kind of stuff recently. 1.3 million bucks off of showing off your body. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Rocket League, another game, right, that's out there. 1.2. And then rounding out the top 100 at 100. PSM Imperial Hal. Oh, he's a, is he an Apex player? He is sickening. Uh, eight, eight, $886,000. That's all, that's all he made. That's it, you know. So couple things you need to remember um so that a lot of the glorification of some streamers there sorry about that but it's i just thought it was kind of interesting you know um i think malgenix said the other day um oh, i want to quote him right but i'm not going to so i'm just going to paraphrase it um since covid's been going on like everybody's got like the covid dream of being big on twitch and everything right you didn't have anything else to do you were locked up so you got on twitch um and these kind of money that's kind of showing this kind of money actually kind of probably boost that for some people that, that's not most of us right there right that's not like that's half of one percent of the people out there doing it but just to show like if you if you want to go out there and grind it if you want to do that thing right and you want to continue to to push hard um it's attainable right this can be a full-time job not that i think most people should do that um but uh you know it just it's that there's reality there is a there is a very top crust that makes a lot of money doing this stuff um, so some tips on what you should do, because back to what we were talking about, because I got so sidetracked on what people money make, make for money, right? Um, change your Twitch password if you haven't already. Please go out there and just do that. It's super easy. Go in there, change the password. Um, second, turn on the two-factor authentication. I use an app. I use uh, the Authy app, I think, I use for, for that. Um, you can actually have it send you a text message or the code. Just anytime you log in, it's just going to ask for you to do that. Um, that's good for most things. The two-factor authentication is is a real big thing with passwords. Period these days, um, and they and you should refresh your stream key. But guess what? Twitch did it for you. So if you haven't streamed in a minute, you might want to go back and look at your stream key, and you might have to put it in your OBS or whatnot again, uh, because Twitch has refreshed everybody's stream keys. So if you're going in to stream for the first time a little bit and you're not understanding why you're not able to go live, check your stream key, update it. Um, but that you know a lot of information. 
Tony, what do you think about the hack and everything? I've just been sitting here just blah, blah, blah about this hack. And uh, really curious to see what you have to say about it. Uh, first, with the, with the passwords, change your Amazon password too. Mm. Because Twitch is owned by Amazon. So you, you never know. Just in case, just in case you by any chance match your Twitch password with your Amazon password, which you should never do. No. But just in case. And I would just change my Amazon password as well. I did that. I changed it because you just never know. Somebody tries to buy some stuff with your account or who knows what, you know, and always have two-factor authentication on everything. You should, anything that possibly provides two-factor, you should always have it because hackers are forever trying to get into everything. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, I I think this is crappy. I I think it's a crappy thing to do for hackers to do that and just like display. It's almost like they're they're angry and jealous about these people doing this stuff on Twitch. So they just want to hack them and then then show what they make as if like it's a bad thing. Not realizing that I saw these amounts of money and I'm just thinking to myself, maybe I should have streamed more. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I should stream every morning, wake up early at five in the morning and just do it. I can just do it for a few hours and keep on doing it to see where it goes. Cause my goodness, I, I would take, I'll be honest with you. These people are all, all on here on this list that you read off mm-hmm. has they're, they're making millions, right? They're all yep. making millions or close to a million dollars. Right. I would be happy with like $60,000 a year. <laughs> like I'd be happy with that or 40. I don't know. Some I'd be happy with that on the side streaming. Like I, that would be glorious. For me, and these people are making millions. That's crazy. If anything, that's motivating. Like, hey, if these guys can do it, I'm I'm funny. I'm talented. I can play games and, and, and entertain a stream. Why can't I do that, you know? I don't know. Yeah, my, my best year, my first year, I made a little over seven grand on Twitch. And that was just, I was just, I was just blown away by that. But to see these numbers, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost feel like that guy from Saturday Night Live. The one that uh, I forgot what his name, Stuart Smalley, I think yes. his name is. Yes. He's like, I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. And I'm good gosh enough, darn it, people I'm love smart me. Enough, and gosh darn it, me. <laughs> I can make so money too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe you should have a self assurance Twitch channel and you could just yes. do things like that, self affirmation. People, people are in, in the mental headspace right now. Maybe you can capitalize on that environment, Tony, and do that every morning. That's it. You do it every morning. You wake up early. You get everybody in there, right? So that everybody has a good day. You put them off yep. in a good middle mind state to start their day, and then yeah. they they subscribe to you and they throw bits at you for yep. for what you do in their life. Yeah, exactly. Change lives, Tony. Change lives. Change lives. Make money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for uh, more news, uh, the Battlefield 2042 beta started this week. If any of you guys pre-order that game or you have uh, the EA Play, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have some Battlefield footage up there uh, at some point But while well, I'm talking about this a little bit. But uh, a lot of people were playing this this week. There's a lot of people posting uh, the gameplay on YouTube and critiquing. Yeah, you know, I will say this. I don't know why people, like people that play the, or get into these betas, like they don't get into the betas to play the game and actually show off the game. And, 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 and our, our, I'm sorry, they get into these um, betas to show off the game and, and be first on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't actually, like, 
submit any d data or submit anything to actually EA to help improve the game. They'll say yeah. their stuff, but they'll say their stuff on their video, which isn't helping because are no. they submitting that video to EA to watch it for their reviews? No. You think EA is watching their videos? No. So I never understood that whole beta thing. Like there's actually people that back in the day when you used to be a beta tester, you beta tested a game. And now it's all about, oh, who's the first to get into there? They're, they're going to download the game as soon as it's available to download. And I'm going to start recording my footage. And the people with their early, early access, like the EA gives them early, early access, they'll get the game downloaded and quickly. They've already had videos and they just started launching them on YouTube. They already have them scheduled. So they're already out. And it's a, and it's a game. But you know what? They never improve the game because they never actually beta test. They're just recording. They're beta recording. Yeah. So I never really liked that, but it's been out this week. It'll be out till today. Actually, today's the last day of the beta. So if you pre-order the game or if you're an EA Play member, you get the game, download it. You can play some of the beta. And actually, if you find some faults, you find some glitches, you find some things that you don't like about the game, edit. it. Go back to EA. Tell them about the game. Tell them how, you know, tell them what was bad. Tell them what was good. Tell them what you liked. Tell them what you didn't like and do that. I don't know. What do you think about this? Because I hate it when people do that everybody's been all over twitter and in social media this week showing all the 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 broken stuff right oh i hope they fix it right oh of course it's a beta right so it's not intended to be perfect to start with and if you go with anything outside of the game you go with any other beta testing for any software or whatnot for another company it's an expected part of the procedure and beta testing to provide feedback right as a as a part of being able to beta test that baby you got to be able to give feedback as well so that company can make changes to it, right? Because they want to launch with something that's near perfect or something they feel is perfect, right? So I, I do agree. Um, why why aren't these game makers requiring that of people with the betas? They're just, it's like they're trying just to generate some hype. And uh, what they're doing sometimes is actually creating some distaste for the game before it even launches because people don't understand the process. So I, I think it, the, some of this falls on the actual game makers themselves to put a better precedent out there for beta testing and what's required to do so, right? And then if you don't, you know, maybe you're not going to beta test for them anymore, right? But to have some kind of agreement in place uh, to make it, it, it could be very simple to, to line this up, right? Um, yeah. A beta test is, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to go in there and you're going to, you're going to try it out. Right. It's not for your own personal gain. Like people like Tony was just saying, people go just rushing to put it on a YouTube to be first on YouTube and get a million views. That's not what this is for. Not at all. This is for making the game better. So when it launches for everyone, including yourself, as you've probably already pre-ordered it, you get a great product. And it seems like nobody's really focused on that. So uh, shame on you if you're not, you know, <laughs> yeah, for the record, I watch people on youtube that do this like uh that actually put out the footage but they've submitted things to you know they're known to submit things to the developer after they've done it and they and they talk about their stuff or and they also submit their video to the to the uh to the um to, to the to the developer things like that whether they review products toys or anything or games like this in this instance they'll actually review send it send it to them and also give their thoughts like written thoughts like how you're supposed to when you're beta testing those are the youtubers that i watch because i like genuine people not people that are just trying to do things just for you know just for the notoriety or trying to get things for subs and that's useful that's so useful so yeah
Moving on in gaming news, and I didn't know if I'd see this or not. I can never say never about most things uh, because you're going to be really surprised if you say never. So Twitch has added the boost feature. Um, so a story by Danielle Pardis with GameIndustry.biz. According to the Wall Street Journal analysis, information found suggests that games generated 8.5. Oh, did I mess up there? Oh, you did. No, okay, no, it's $8.5 billion for the App Store and Pistol 2019 alone. Yeah, that goes down there. I did. That got moved. Oh, it's real. It's live, right? It's 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 going to happen. Um, here's what I wanted to talk about. Viewers on Twitch. I haven't seen this yet. I've been looking for this ever since I put this story in here. Um, viewers can purchase a number of recommendations as part of a boost, hmm. which will then push said broadcast to highly visible parts of Twitch. So instead, you know, the discoverability thing for a small streamer is always there, right? So people could boost your channel, apparently. This includes live channels, we'll think you like tab, um, which gives new recommendations based on people's activity. Boosting was initially trialed last December. Didn't hear, didn't hear anything about it. This is news to me. It allowed viewers to pool channel points which can be earned organically by watching a particular channel unlock boost rewards. Okay, hmm. that's so weird. I haven't heard anything about this until this story this week. Um, so what Twitch says is what we're doing with boosts is giving viewers the ability to buy super high visibility promotions for their favorite creators. And these types of placements will come with a cost. Um, said Twitch product manager, Jason Rosick, and a recent patch notes stream. Uh, we think this is a great way to show support. Further, we've heard directly from creators that it's hard to get their names out there. It's try, it's hard to try to utilize, you know, different forms of social media to grow their channels. Right. Our hope is this is a more direct way for a viewer uh, to help a creator do that. So Twitch boosts. Twitch boosts. Uh, yeah. I. So basically, I, I, you're buying. You're, you're okay. So you're streaming, right? And your viewers are buying boosts so that you have more visibility on Twitch. Yep, and Twitch will bump you up in certain areas of more visibility and not just but, be ranked by the amount of viewers you have but, in a category. But won't that just still boost the bigger Twitch streamers because they have more viewers? Couldn't it? Couldn't it do just that? Is Twitch stupid? Sometimes I think that they have some decent ideas to make themselves more money. And uh, you know what? It, it ends up just defeating the whole purpose of what they're talking about here, Tony. Like, I'm glad you were onto it because I'm getting ready to, to get into a grind about this and really just grill Twitch about it. And here you go. You're already thinking the same thing, uh, probably looking at this for the first or second time. Why doesn't this just make the bigger streamers bigger? Right? The, the smaller streamers don't have that kind of support because they are smaller streamers and they don't have an audience. Who's going to step in and do that? Right? Are you going to go out, Tony, you're going to go out this week and find an investment group that's going to support your stream of uh, good thoughts and happiness every morning at 5 a.m. Eastern? Is that how you're going to get big? Like, no, nobody's going to have that kind of support to do that. Really? Elaborate, man. I'm I'm kind of out of breath on this one. I want to know who the genius was that woke up, sipped their coffee, went to work and was like, and they pitched this to their boss at Twitch and they were like, I got it. 
let's let's make this thing called boost so that way the smaller streamers can get boosted for views by by their viewers their small viewers that they want to pay you know money mm-hmm. not realizing that uh the bigger streamers have a lot more viewers and they're willing to shell out tons of more money right so now if you're a small streamer you got to have what your five viewers or six viewers seven viewers you know have have like thousands of dollars to put for boost so you can get boosted above those other ones that are like getting <laughs> more support like that's the that's the stupidest thing how about this twitch how about go down a list with your little with your with i don't know with some kind of thing go down the list of people that are smaller streamers that are that that consistently stream and have like five six seven viewers and you see that they because you have the, all the, the tools right there to see when they stream how much they stream or whatever you see that they're consistently streaming you see they're consistently streaming every day they're trying to make an effort how about you boost them yourselves and just throw them on your channel on the on the top page or just just do something yourselves stop worrying about trying to make money off of people that can obviously when the, when the bigger streamers obviously have more and they'll shell out more money to do so where you know, if you're going to help a smaller streamer, it only helps you in the long run because the more viewers are watching more people um, streaming on Twitch, the more money they're making in the long run anyways. Hmm. Why, are they, why, why Twitch continues to only support their top streamers baffles me. I get the idea because it makes them some money, but if you help everybody else, you're going to still get the viewership. You're still, nobody's going anywhere. It's just, a, it's just a whole circle of streamers that are just all benefiting off of it and Twitch only benefits. And it doesn't make sense that they just stupidly do these things that just make absolutely no sense for their platform. And it's why everybody keeps leaving them for YouTube. Because eventually YouTube's going to overtake them when they start implementing more things that Twitch does. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason to be on Twitch anymore. Soon. Very soon, my friend. And I, I'll tell you why Twitch does this, right? Why wouldn't want Twitch to get their best at the top to get even bigger? If they get them the biggest, the biggest in the, up there, right, and they're not spread out over, play, over places, they're more likely to get more subs. They're more likely to get a bigger cut of the money. So they're just making their top part of the balloon bigger so they can get more cash. That makes no sense business-wise for them to invest in the bottom in their eyes, right? Because if you invested in the bottom, you're going to be spending money or, or doing things that don't support the top and, and line in your pockets. So if, if you want to know the name, well, at least the name of the messenger is Jacob Rossick. He announced this information. Like, come on, Twitch, do better. We're constantly growing these people, but... It just seems like there might be a little common sense out there somewhere, uh, but it doesn't exist at Twitch. So my favorite saying is common sense is not common. Guess what? Twitch doesn't have any either. Shocking. Yeah, it just, it just, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's, it, just, it baffles me. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but uh, moving on, Apple. And, uh, and uh, they are, they estimated to earn more from gaming than some of the big boys. Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Now, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are all obviously the hugest, you know, game developers or game makers out there. The big game brands. Mm -hmm. That's where you buy everything from. But Apple is apparently about to, or is earning more than them for mobile gaming. According to Wall Street Journal analysis, information found suggests that games generated $8.5 billion for for the App Store in fiscal 2019 alone. That is more than the big three console platforms. Apple doesn't even directly produce games, obviously, 
or make any games specific hardware. Because of the Epic Games versus Apple trial earlier in the year, a lot of these numbers are more discoverable that 8.5 billion is 2 billion more than the same period by Sony, Microsoft, and Activision. Looking at the bigger picture, it seems that well more than half of Apple's revenue is generated by the App Store. Sensor Tower estimates that global spending on mobile games through the App Store reached 45 billion in fiscal 2020. The short of it, Apple's cuts of the profit from all these apps are a huge piece of their profit annually. Mobile gaming's huge. I tell you. It's it's I I don't like it. I don't mobile game, but a lot of people do, man. They love their games on their phone. Yeah, there's a lot of handhelds and stuff, uh, a lot of uh, attachments that you can set your phone in to get more oh. of a controller feel to it. So you can you can game on the run. You can game this it's kind of like turn your phone into a into a uh, switch. Or some or a handheld of some kind, right? Yeah. Um, there's a ton of people that mobile game. A ton yeah. of people, obviously, because look at the cut Apple's getting just from the app store. Yeah. And you know a lot of people own iPhones, so obviously they're gonna game on it. So if you can, you might as well do it. So and yeah, exactly. So it's just, you know, I happen to have, you know, I got a pixel, but but and I don't really game on my phone. I don't ever game on my phone. I don't even think I have a game downloaded on my phone. <laughs> yeah, they're not making this money off of me. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's not me they're making the money off of. But yeah, I understand why people do it. You know, a lot of people I've, you know, I did when I worked in the office, I don't work in the office anymore or in an office anymore. But I will say this. A lot of people played games on their phones while they were working. Like just like on Pat, they just had the phone next to them and they would like, you know, you would see them tapping screen, like tapping things. They were playing like tower defense games. Like mm-hmm. I forgot what those games are called. Clash Royale is one I yes. play. And then Clash yes, Clans. those kind of I games. Both of those. So they're playing those games, but they're not really doing, they just tapping their screen and doing some stuff real quick. And then they, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're working and then they, you'll see them glance over their phone. They'll tap a screen again and do stuff like that. They're playing games like that. So there's a lot of mobile gaming like that. I noticed at offices, people, people passing time like in their little quick minutes of or seconds, whatever they got to like quickly do something on that and then keep going. Yeah. I'm not investing any money into it though. It's just kind of like, a, it's a grind. It's kind of like you, you, you build stuff over time, you know, you yeah, yeah. upgrade stuff over time. It's just, a, it's a time killer. I even got a pool app, play pool, right? Ah, interesting. <laughs> Which is, I've had for a, a long time and it, it's pretty cool. If you need us to like, just uh, disconnect, right? And uh, I say disconnect by, by holding your phone, right? But uh, you need yeah, to distract yeah. yourself from everything else for a minute. You want to go outside, get some fresh air, take a walk, maybe sit down and play a couple of games of pool. You know, completely distract you because you're trying to you're trying to make good pool shots, right? So um, yeah. I do use that as a nice distraction from time to time as well. Um, moving on into gaming news, have uh, you ever heard of Genshin Impact? Genshin Impact Mobile generates $2 billion in its first year. So talking about mobile gaming, here we go. Um, Again, story from GameIndustry.biz. Excluding China, free-to-play open-world RPG Genshin Impact, and I know it's a name you guys have heard in passing at least, was the highest-grossing mobile game worldwide in the last 12 months. Sensor Tower, Data, Suggests that the open world fantasy game was the third biggest mobile game in terms of revenue across um, the App Store and Google Play, missing out only to Tencent's Honor of Kings, never heard of that, and PUBG Mobile. So, China's biggest market um, for Genshin Impact on mobile. Uh, on iOS alone, the game's 
generated 577 million for um, me Hoyos home market accounting for 28.6% of its total revenues. Ooh. You take China out of the equation, Genshin Impact becomes the highest um, grossing mobile game worldwide, followed by Pokemon Go and Roblox. So Genshin Impact launched September 28th, 2020, made $245 million on mobile in its first month. Became the biggest international launch ever for a Chinese-developed game. By the end of 2020, MiHoYo uh, has earned close to $800 million thanks to Genshin Impact, which has been successful on mobile PC and PS4. So you got multiple platforms, but mobile's where they're really um, getting the money here. You know what's funny about this, Tony? Hmm. Aren't what's the that? Chinese the ones that are regulating everybody from playing games, uh, at least the younger <laughs> yeah. folks from playing games? Who plays games yeah. anyway? So yeah. apparently this hasn't strung into mobile games yet. Maybe their PS4s don't let them play. Uh, maybe their PC doesn't let them play, right? But their yeah. phones apparently still work because this game yeah. is shattering mobile mobile games in terms of revenue. What do you think about this? Well, people love their RPGs, and especially open-world RPGs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of RPGs because they're just a little time-consuming, and I'm kind of like yeah. a, a, a get-in-and-get-out kind of a game. Play. Like I like, that's why I love some of the retro games I play because they're just like quick beat em ups or things like that to play. But I don't like uh, I don't like RPGs. But I understand the whole thing of it. You know, people want to live that adventure through a game. So you're you know you're role playing. You you're you're a character and you're going through all kinds of different things in a game, and and people love that fantasy life, man. They just they love that stuff, and it's really and it and it, it's intriguing. You know, I see I've I've watched some some streamers play games like this, and I, I I get it. I get why they like it. You know, I get why they do it, and I can totally see why um, this game would generate that much money. That's Plus, it's a really cool game. Have you seen the graphics on this game? Like this. Like, like this game looks good. Like, it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. It's a very well-produced game. It's an escape for yeah. reality from people, right? So if you want to take yourself out of situation A and you want to sit over in B for a minute and not think about A, uh, this type of a game is a really good escape for that, right? Uh, people yep. people uh, look for things in their life to be able to do that. Uh, and I think games for everybody is, is a nice little hideaway from reality sometimes where you can just yep. kind of go into your own world. Uh, what was that? What was that movie that came out a couple, three years ago where they actually play and they're in the video game? Oh, oh uh, is it, uh, is it uh, something Player One? Oh, Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie, but it just kind of yeah. encapsulates, hey, like, no, I don't think that's going to ever happen, right? <laughs> I never say never, but, but that just kind of illustrates the relationship that people have with video games, right? Yeah. It's real life to them. It's an, an alternative life from what reality is, right? But we're always looking for an escape. And this is one of those places where we can escape, where we can die and come back to life. You know, um, it just it just talks about the impact. You know, it's yeah. There's a connection there. There's a real connection there. And with games like this, I'm I'm not surprised to see a game like this do so well because it is so well made. Yeah. And it, give, it provides people that safe place to go off to if they need to to get away from what they you know what reality is. Yep. And if you want the uh, cartoon version, uh, watch Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the games actually are the people. It's it, that's a another another conversation, but yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, moving forward again in gaming news, got the last topic of the day for gaming news. Nintendo continues to deny the existence of a 4K Switch coming. Again, from GameIndustry.biz, uh, rumors of a 4K-ready Nintendo Switch continue to circulate, but while the platform holder usually stays quiet, today's categorically denied a device exists. So Nintendo actually came out this week and, and came out in public and said, no, it doesn't exist. We're not doing this. Which tells me there's probably more truth to that than not, if you have to come out and physically say it. Bloomberg, again, has reported from anonymous sources claiming that a 4K-capable Switch, which has come to be known as many as a Switch Pro, is still in development. Employees from 11 different game developers around the world, including Star Wars Hunters developer Zynga, say that they're in possession of development tools for this very device. Uh-oh. Sounds like there's uh, maybe some games that aren't going to be made on the new Switch Pro or maybe have to be forgiven. It's also claimed that uh, ongoing wait for the rumored Switch Pro and the lack of 4K capability in the upcoming Switch OLED, which is out now, and I've seen one. I just saw one this week. Um, it's slowed down. Maybe they pushed this back because of the component shortages, right? We've been talking about uh, semiconductor processing and whatnot, and uh, maybe that slowed it down. Uh, Nintendo's statement says, to ensure correct understanding among our investors and our customers, we want to clarify this report is not true. We also want to re restate that, as we announced in July, we have no plans for a newer model other than the Nintendo Switch OLED model, which will launch on October 8th, 2021, which just launched uh, yesterday. I, I don't buy it. I think this is a smokescreen. I think there's some truth. If there's, if there's other companies out there saying, hey, we've got development tools for this, right? Then there has to be some truth to it. If Nintendo comes out and stands on their chair and says, no, 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 no. They're just trying to keep this hidden and push back. Um, and this is what I really want. I want the 4K Switch. That's I really want one. Tony, what do you think about this? I think they're telling the truth. But they're stretching that telling of the mm -hmm. truth. So my guess is they're saying what they're saying is no, there's no Switch Pro. So we 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 saw this with uh with Sony, we saw this with Xbox and the last gen um consoles with the Xbox One turning into the Xbox One X and the One S and the One X, mm -hmm. and then we had the uh, PlayStation Four Pro that had the 4K as well and the upscaling and all that stuff. So what I think Switch is doing or Nintendo's doing is yes, there's not going to be a Switch Pro because that's what the OLED is for. It's a, it's, a, it's a newer screen. It's a better looking screen or whatever for you to play with. I think they're making a console. Mm. So I think there's making a newer console. That's a 4K console. And my guess is they're going to still use those Switch cartridges for it. And you're going to be able to play those, your Switch games with, with, that, with an actual console so they don't have that handheld 4K. It's basically a console that can play on your TV for 4K. And my guess is your Switch might be able to dock with that console or you'll be able to play Switch games on that console. That's my guess. So kind of like a Wii, a Wii U, how Wii U was for the Wii. Ex yeah, exactly. How Wii U was for the Wii where you could play all your Wii games on your Wii U and, you're, and they basically upscaled to 720p at the time. I think the same thing is going to be with the uh, with Nintendo. They're making a newer console in 4K, and you're going to be able to play your Switch games on it. Hmm. 
I think that's what they're doing because they're lo- because they're kind of if if those people are saying they have all the stuff for it, mm-hmm. but yet Nintendo's saying there's no such thing as a Switch Pro. We're not doing a Switch Pro. My guess is they're making a console. I've, that's just my 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 mind goes right to that. You haven't been incorrect before. I mean, you have been incorrect, but a lot of times when you have these hunches, <laughs> Tony, you 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 have this uncanny ability to have they they come true later. So yeah. I, I'm not going to argue with you at all. I also had another thought. My other conspiracy thought was because we wear ten full hats on this show, apparently, um, because we think <laughs> about well, we just think about different possibilities, right? What's the yeah. truth? What's going out there? And then what's actually the truth? What's 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 the real what's real talk, right? Um, so we had the Wii U, right? And then it turned into mm-hmm. a Switch. So we had a Wii, right? And then we had a Wii U, which put it in your hand. And then we mm-hmm. had a Nintendo Switch where you can dock it. You can take it and you can play it handheld like this, right? Either way, maybe they're going to rebrand it as something other than a, than a than a Switch. Maybe it will be like, and that supports maybe what you're saying. They're more of a console. And then yep. maybe they get rid of the handheld altogether, which I think is a mistake. I think the handheld is kind of cool. This this Wii U is really cool. Um, this started the game before. This was the bridge to the Switch, right? The yeah. Switch is very great as well. Like when we're watching TV in the front room, the wife wants to catch up on her Animal Crossing. She takes that thing out of it, hangs it, bring it over the chair, and she does it right there in front of her. So I hope they don't abandon that, but who knows? Only time will tell, right? Yeah. Nintendo definitely needs a 4K device. They do. They do. They always, they don't care. They're the type of company that they like to innovate, but they like to also... Uh, you gotta remember their base. Nintendo has a wide base. Like they, mm-hmm. they a lot of kids like Nintendo. The parents yep. like Nintendo because of you know games for their kids. Plus, a lot of older generation people like Nintendo as well because they're, and yep. there's a Nintendo fanboys. So they have a wide base to please, and they know they can get away with doing stuff like not in 4K or whatever like that. But they know they also have to eventually get to 4K, and that's why I'm thinking that they're making a they're gonna make a console. Oh, yeah. Just a guess. It's a good <laughs> guess. We'll write that down. Um, October 9th, 2021, part of the yes. noobs, episode 15. <laughs> Optimus Magnum calls out Nintendo coming with a console in 4K in the near future. Write that down, folks. Go ahead and clip that. All right, moving on to esports, and there won't be a lot of esports this week. Uh, sorry, Tony. I know it's your favorite part of the show. I'm going to catch up with some Valley, Valley news. The last chance qualifiers are firing up really soon. Um, for Valorant Champs, the first year of competitive play in the game. Um, going to show a bracket on the screen here of the North American event, which has eight teams. And some some brands they're used to, right? So if you've if you've paid attention to esports or g- gaming at all, you know, you can see some names there on the screen. Hundred Thieves, Gen G, FaZe. Uh, there's some recognizable names there that compete in other esports, right? These guys are gonna be running October 12th through the 17th. It's a double elimination bracket, and uh, only one's going to move forward to champs, along with two other teams that have already made it there. Um, also hosting uh, last chance qualifiers will be, um, and we learned about this, um, you know, last week the different regions of Valorant as we start to kind of come in here with no COD news. South America has one, uh, the EMEA or the Europe, Middle East, Africa region um, will have eight teams competing. The APAC or Asia Pacific's got 10 teams in their region competing for one spot. Um, but each respective region 
will qualify only one more additional team for Valorant Champs. Um, all the LCQs are running 10th through the 17th, so this starts tomorrow. Um, so you can look out there, look up Valorant Champs on Twitter. This is going to be out. This is going to be public publicized out there. You're going to be able to watch these games if you want to. Um, if you haven't watched Valley play, it's pretty cool. Um, it's its own game. It's kind of like Search and Destroy and Caught, where you 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 know you plant a bomb at one of a couple of different sites on a map. There's a there's different guns you can buy in, so it's different from COD. In fact, that uh, you, you make bank. It's kind of like CSGO in a little way too, because you make bank is in every round, and you can purchase different types of guns, armor, that kind of stuff um, as you go into each round. So there's definitely some strategy to it, along with the gunplay. Uh, pretty cool game. If you haven't checked it out, you probably should. It, it's pretty cool. If you like a first person shooter type of deal with a little bit of strategy and with it as well. And you have the chance all this week, the LCQ is going to be running for all the regions. Uh, so make sure to check that out. And then coming up in December, uh, Valley Champs. I'm going to definitely check that out in December because that'll be the best of the best playing each other. So excited to be able to see that coming up. And uh, that's our eSport, eSports News of the Week. Tony, what about Retro? All right. So your favorite part now. I've, yeah. I've, I've brought you to my Retro side now. Yes. A fan of uh, Zelda Twilight Princess did a complete speed run or basically a complete run, not even really a speed run, just did a run through the game without taking one single hit of damage. What? Yep, a very dedicated Twilight Princess fan has completed the entire game without taking any damage and has uploaded the entire process to their YouTube channel. Speedrunner Samurai, Samurai, it's Samurai One Man, and it's uh, S-A-M-U-R-A One, the number one man, has claimed on Reddit to be the first in the world to have completed Twilight Princess without being hit, use, being hit without, without using glitches or blocking with a shield. Whoa. The video includes a number of impressive displays against the game's bosses, including 13-second takedown of Ganondorf, which really makes you question why he's such a feared enemy in the first place. <laughs> Samurai, Samurai one Samurai. It's basically Samurai man's video yep. also includes some neat little tricks that show you how to avoid taking damage players. Otherwise thought was unavoidable. For example, the Goron who rolls into the player in an attempt to get them to leave the Goron village alone. If you're impressed and are planning to sit down to watch the entire thing, you'll definitely be in for a long haul. It doesn't take Samurai Man's performance any less impressive. It doesn't make Samurai Man's performance any less impressive, but the speedrunner completed their no-hit run in 7 hours and 21 minutes. A record that might explain why it's taken almost 15 years for a no-hit run to be completed. That's crazy. Wow. That's insane. Speedruns are interesting in general. I, I, I am not really a fan of speedruns because I kind of like to want to enjoy the game and just kind of yeah. flying through it. It's impressive that they do it because it takes a lot of memorization. You got to know the game so much and play it so much that you'll be able to go through a game like that and just, you know, go through it without. And, but to go through a game for seven hours and 21 minutes without taking one hit, that is the most impressive thing I could possibly I, I would I don't know if I'd watch that whole thing I'd probably skip but that is amazing that is hopefully, that is truly 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 amazing hopefully he's got some chapters built into that YouTube video so you can kind of skip around to see what you want to see that is amazing and this is one yeah. of those games um, that I'm actually been waiting to get 
um because i'd like to get it on the wii u instead of the wii um because i want the hd version people just think the world of it right now and this is not going to help the pricing on that at all uh yeah but i want to play through this you know again obviously i don't have it any longer but i want to get it again that's a cool game and uh seven hours and 21 minutes that's a lot of patience yeah yeah it is to beat any Zelda game, newer Zelda game in this time, you probably do. I'm sure you do. I do. I have it for the Wii. I don't have it for the Wii U though. I think they remade it on the Wii U, and I do not have that version. But I have it the 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 version on the Wii. Yeah. I think the the original was on the GameCube, if I'm not mis- mistaken. Yes, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I definitely GameCube. do not have that. <laughs> I think it's I really expensive to play. get. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Wii U is what I'm looking out for. But they want, oh, my goodness, they want like 80 bucks for this game. I'm like, nah. No, 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 no. One day, one day it'll fall in popularity and I'll snag one. Uh, but a lot of people still have the original packaging um, with the with the me in there too, with the, uh, uh, what are they called? The, the, the Amiibos? The, the, the Amiibos. The Amiibos yeah, yeah. I have. I have some yeah. over my shoulder up here that I used in Zelda or have used in Zelda because they're kind of cool. And they're actually cool to look at too. I got some Mario and a whole bunch of Zelda characters. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they're That's selling as a package deal and those go for like 150 to 200 because yeah. they're complete in box and everybody loves complete in box so you know i i used to so there's only one game that i actually ever speed ran in my life and it wasn't even a speed run i just did it because i wanted to beat the game fast and i learned how mm-hmm. to do it and uh, it, this is I, I didn't record this and this is when i was just a uh I, I think i was like 20 in my 20s early 20s when i did this by the way guys if you don't know i'm old as heck anyways <laughs> <laughs> I'm old as dirt. Only Craigo's older than me. He's like 75. But but anyways, um I speed ran uh Resident Evil 2 because for some reason I I played that game so many times when in my 20s when when that game came out that I got so used to it that I was able to speed run through it. And I mm-hmm. would just do it to just show my friends how fast I could beat this game. But it had nothing to do with like wanting to speed run or anything like that. It was just it was weird. It was just like I, I just did it just to do it. But yeah, that's the only game I've ever actually speed ran. And I can, I think I could do that with Contra as well. Yeah. But, but no, I will definitely take damage. But when to I go through in, a game uh, and not take damage is impressive. When I was in second grade, second grade, I had an adult uh, family, a friend of my dad's that liked playing Super Mario Brothers, and he couldn't get it. Like this guy couldn't play it. Like, he's, how do you do this? Like, no. So me being the tech kid I was in second grade, I hooked up my Nintendo with a VCR that live recorded doing basically a speed run through super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah. You could do that back in the day and put it on a VHS tape. And then we that's gave it awesome. To so uh, as, so that's something I'm proud of, right? That's the only really speed run I've ever done, but I recorded on a VHS tape by the way, chat VHS tapes actually had the reel to reel inside of a plastic case that went into a larger, um, playback. I hope people know what VHS are, um, but you dude, know, do you still have that tape? You know, that, I had I don't I gave it I gave it to him I didn't keep it I wish oh. I had because I still have a VHS DVD combo to play some of the older like family videos or whatnot that I've not digitized or anything yet but yeah I made that for him it did took me a short amount of time because you know I did warps you know I warped to the end and just beat the sucker I didn't go all the way through the thing yeah but, yeah uh, but as a as a second grader that's pretty pretty good right that's amazing <laughs> yeah that's Knowing really smart of you to be able to and, to know to record. Right. I'm like, I don't want to go over to their house and do that. Like, can I just record it here, dad? What do you mean record yeah. it? Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to plug it through. the. And he's like, whatever, that's fine. 
we'll give him a VHS tape. My this dad was like, how you were do destined for this, man. You were destined for YouTube. You were destined for this just from your <laughs> early life of recording. Look at that. I never even thought once to record when I was a kid. Like, because I used to run stuff through my VCR to play the game. Right. Never thought to actually record it. <laughs> yeah, I recorded Super Mario Brothers 1 gameplay for a, for a fellow that didn't know how to play the game. I was like, all right, well, this is what you do, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Well, moving on. The, uh, GTA Remastered Trilogy has been rumored because uh, achievement icons were leaked this week. So it's funny, kind of funny because they got leaked. Uh, one user found some achievement icons for GTA Remastered Trilogy inside of Rockstar's launcher, right? So he, he broke that story out. Everybody was, you know, they were questioning Rockstar. Like, you know, people questioned Rockstar. They were denying it. They were saying, no, 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 you know. Then, then eventually it got to them so much they were like, all right. And they confirmed GTA Trilogy, the definitive edition, will be coming out. And it's going to be coming out for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, and Nintendo Switch, and on PC, and oh. on mobile. Wow. <laughs> now, they haven't, they said first half of 2022 for mobile, but the pricing has not yet been announced. But this is, this is good, because you know how popular GTA. GTA 5 has been popular for what? It's been out for like what? seven eight nine years now it's gonna get minecraft status here pretty soon yeah and now we got a remaster finally of of uh three good games if you don't know what gta trilogy is it's gta 3 gta vice city and san andreas mm -hmm. and all three are amazing games i remember playing <laughs> i remember playing um i mostly played gta because i just loved standing on top of buildings and blowing up cop cars and blowing up people and doing all kinds to see how right. many cops tried to annihilate me and that mm -hmm. was, you know, fun in itself. And uh, but the game itself is fun. The missions are fun. The music is great. And to see it in HD and remastered, oh, I cannot wait till this comes out. I am definitely hands down buying this, and I'll probably buy it for all like maybe three or four platforms. Here's the commitment for purchases you've got right here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gonna make you know me, I collect and I will have each physical, uh, I'll have them all. They'll be all up there. The only ones I won't buy is PS5 because I don't have a PS5 yet. Or a Series X. Yep, yep. But yeah, but uh, you played this, right? You've played, obviously you've played G the, all the GTAs, I'm assuming. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't stuck on them. Um, I've played them and moved on. But uh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to play them again having an open world like that of so many different things you can do. I mean, I, I think everybody's done that where you try yeah. to get your, uh, your notoriety up to a certain level and try to see how long you can outlast the cops killing you. <laughs> yeah. I won't stream that just for, <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I don't no. stream GTA one because of copyrights, but two, yeah. because I, that's not my content. I'm a more clean stream. I'm a, I'm a cleaner stream kind of guy. So that's something I'll play on my own without my kids around. Nobody watching me play that game by myself, right. basically. But right. but that's just for me. That's a you guys out there don't have to do that. That's just my standards. But it's a pretty risky yeah, streams out there featuring. Yeah, GTA yeah. Content. I don't really like streaming GTA content. That's not my thing. But but uh, you know, I leave that out to the GTA streamers out there. But but yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, if you like GTA and like the like like you know the gameplay and the music like I do and stuff like that, I grab it. Grab that definitive edition. It's gonna be so dope. And it's probably gonna be sold out a lot too. But anyways, uh, moving on to tech talk, we got we got a nice little a nice little Kickstarter device. It's uh, meet the world's smallest handheld console. 
It's the Thumby. It's a uh, little, basically, I can't even really show it. It's a little small thing. The guy, you can see the guy holding it on there. It's so like, small. It's and it and the little thing, this little thing is so cool. Has uh it has a Raspberry Pi processor in it. It's got two megabytes of total storage. It has a micro USB connection to be able to, you know, to hook it up to your to your computer as well. So you can get some maybe a couple more things on it because they're gonna have updates and stuff like that and more games added to it and stuff like that. Got a little 72 by 40 monochrome OLED screen. So you're talking about the switch oh. with an OLED. This thing has an OLED and it's tiny. Uh, and it has two little buttons plus a little, a little small, I think the smallest uh, directional pad I've ever seen or D-pad I've ever seen. And um, it's basically 1.2 inches. That's how big it is, tall it is. So it's really cool. And it's like, you can get this on Kickstarter. Uh, right now you can pledge. It's all these different pledges to get like different styles of variations of it or maybe multiple of the item. But right now, to get this thing in your hands and get it sooner than everybody else, you could pay $19 for that, basically, device you just saw on the screen, that gray-looking, like, a uh, little, you know, Game Boy-looking thing. And if you pay $9 more, so $28 total, it gets you early bird status. So you could pay the 19 and just wait and get the Thumby when it comes out, and they'll send it to you whenever. Or you pay $9 more and for $28 plus taxes, I'm assuming, or whatever, you know, wherever you live. And you get the early bird status and you'll be able to get it in your hand quicker than everybody else. But a lot of people are reviewing this and it's really cool. It's basically a keychain, also. I mm -hmm. forgot to mention that. It's it is a keychain. So you can put it on there's a little hole in the bottom uh right of it, and you put the little keychain through there and you just you know, it's for a little gaming on the go. They're not like it isn't like you're playing Super Mario on this and things like that. It's not that kind of thing. It's more or less their own little cool games they have on it. One of them is a very is a Tetris game on there it's very it's not actual tetris but it's similar to tetris it looks just like it and you'll be able to play but it's really really cool to have and it's probably really a cool thing to own and just display and just talk about it. it's a good good conversational piece you know you're holding this little game and you're sitting there playing it and people are like what are you playing and they're playing this little screen thing it's really cool so i just grabbed the lens cap to my to my camera here it's sitting in front of me i'll put it <laughs> back on after the show this is about the same size so here's my hands my thumb is as big as this device. So yeah. this is definitely a novelty thing. And if you're collecting, this is a bad investment for what, 28 bucks? Get you one? Yeah. yeah. Get you the, the best, the best of the best or whatever. 28 bucks. Uh it's it's definitely a novelty, right? Like Tony said, you're not gonna be playing popular titles on it, you'd be playing their titles on it. But if you're a retro collector, this is a they're gonna sell a lot of these. Yeah. I might buy one. I'm thinking to. about it, but but I think I wouldn't take it out of the box. I'd kind of leave on the box on mm -hmm. the display because I'd be scared that it's gonna fall and I'm gonna lose it. It's so small. Yeah. I so mean, I think I'd just leave it in the box and leave it up with my handhelds that, that I have big. over there. Yeah. It's a little it's small. It's a. It's, it's just so small. It's so cute. Basically, <laughs> might be worth the investment. Yeah. But moving on to game deals. Uh, we talked last week about uh, the PlayStation Plus and Xbox mm -hmm. stuff and things like that. But this week, we're going to talk about Epic Games. Epic always has free games. Like, they're, they're, they're free on and off, you know. Uh, always check it because, and especially in Discord, there's a, I forgot who it was that always says it, but the, he's always talking about the Epic free games for the month. And this week, um, PC Building Simulator is free. So if you ever wanted Ooh. to learn how to build a PC or practice building a PC, 
this is your way to do it. This is free. And it's a really cool simulator. It's actually like legit looks like you're building, like you can build some really cool PCs with it. And it teaches you how to build them. And, you know, you can make mistakes. You can do stuff like that. But it's it's a really cool thing. I've already I already grabbed it because I, you know, I pretty much always check Epic and I always grab their free games. I may not play every free game, but never know if you ever go back to it and and check out some of their free stuff. But if you like free stuff and you like and you like uh, learn and you want to learn how to PC build, which I actually would love to. I've built a couple PCs before. I've made mistakes. Believe me, I made a mistake once that was horrible. <laughs> cost me a lot of money. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, but but uh, but yeah, this is a really really cool thing to do because I, I don't know. I, I I just love free stuff, anyways. But but also and the uh, if you have a Switch and you have and you are looking for some cool games to play. And if you ever had dreams of of uh, of stealing, if you ever have dreams of of wanting to break and enter or do a B and E, as Dane yeah. Cook used to say back in the day, you know, he wants to do a B and E. Well, here's your <laughs> chance. Thief Simulator is a dollar ninety nine on the Switch, so you can you know you can practice your your lock picking skills. You can practice your your breaking and entering skills and see what you can grab and pawn off and whatever however else the game is a pretty cool simulator. I've seen some streamers play it. And it's also, if you like streaming, it's a cool game to stream because it's just fun to uh, try to sure. do these tasks and try to break into houses and break into things and steal stuff. And, you know, you don't, you're you not actually doing it. So, you know, serious if, if there's a way to do it. Well, serious question, Tony. Can you pick a lock with a machete? Uh, probably not. You can not, you can chop the doorknob off and probably and <laughs> 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 probably uh kick the door open maybe that you could probably do that but yeah let's see the but yeah, it's a cool with game. going ching ching <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly the sound that it would make too ching ching <laughs> <laughs> but yeah get that, get that game it's only a buck ninety nine on the on the eShop. so if you like cool games and you want to stream some cool stuff it's an interesting game to stream and I, I've actually watched a few of those streams they're pretty fun. All right. And you're Definitely not going cool to go to jail. To yeah, you're not going <laughs> to go to jail for that. For $1.99, you can experience it without going to jail. Exactly. Virtually, anyway, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, we, we, we teased last week we'd have a special guest this week. We had some, some calendar conflicts that kept it out of this week. Uh, but 100% yeah. locked in for next week. We have a special guest. She will be here. Um, next week, she had some work engagements this week that uh, came up that uh, um, didn't make this week work. So week 16 or episode 16 of the Pardon the Noob show next Saturday. Look forward to a special guest. Um, we'll, we'll probably tease that. No, we won't. We'll tease it. That's what we'll do. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You have to actually be here next week to see who our guest will be, our special guest. We'll also be crowning a new uh, Gamer Showcase recipient. Next week, they'll take over after the show. Make sure you go support Poppy. Poppy's been in there for, uh, this is her fourth week. Uh, so if you haven't, go check out one of her streams. Uh, she has a she has a schedule too, right? She does it when she can. Uh, so if you haven't went out there and checked her out, make sure that you do. Uh, also, Golden Ticket's been out there um, grinding for affiliate. If you see that pop up in the Discord, please go support. Just needs the viewers at this point. We're trying to push push him over the over the hump with affiliate. Uh, so he can get the affiliate status as well. So um, that's that's our tease for next week. Tony, what you got going on this week, man? 
much. Uh, I'm still getting used to work, so I, I, until I, I'm learning more and more every week. Like if they've already advanced me onto different things, uh, different uh, tasks and stuff like that. Right. The good thing is I'm learning quickly, so I'm, I'm I'm getting better and better. And as I get better, I'll be able to you know hopefully you know take on more of a streaming schedule. So right hopefully I can get that going. But I have been gaming. I game on the side, and I, I do my own gaming on my own. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, always follow me on Instagram, period. If you want to see posts about video games and things that I find and stuff like that, because I'm always finding video games, I'm always grabbing stuff, I'm always posting stuff about my collection and things like that and toys and all kinds of stuff, follow me on Instagram. That's the best place to be able to chat with me if you want to message me or whatever like that or just like check out some of the pictures I post because I'm always active on there the most. Yep. Uh, if you want to watch, if you want to see Tony's collection, Instagram is the place to be for that. You'll get a sneak peek in Retro Rambles. There's a few in the Discord that he'll let off there, but you get to see lots more stuff in IG. So make sure you check out his IG for sure. Um, I guess for myself this week, just just normal streaming week, uh, playing some games, uh, trying to get that done every day, uh, just having fun every morning. Really, it's a good start to the day. It's a good stress reliever to get the pew pew going to start the day. And uh, as always, I'll be pushing YouTube. We'll be we'll be going over two hundred thousand views in the in the next few days, hopefully, um, and knock out this last five k uh, moving forward. You know, trying to close in on seven hundred. Uh, also, going to be promoting uh, good old uh, good old Myogenics coming back to YouTube. And I mentioned that earlier. I want to give him one more plug uh, because he's definitely supported my YouTube channel quite a bit uh, recently, and. Uh, well, I'll do the same for him. So I'm going to be advertising him in some of my videos at the end on the end screens on the longer ones as well. Uh, so make sure you give out, give out, get a shout out to Myogenics. Make sure you go watch. He's going to have a lot of shorts. You watch him on other platforms. Probably the same stuff makes across. But uh, if you're a YouTube watcher, great place to check out some cool content and some content that'll just flat out make you laugh. Um, I, I'm not a professional gamer. I don't have great content. I just try to find things that are unique that might might make you laugh or might. Uh, like a, one I posted yesterday, I got finished three times the week before, so I put them all in one clip and just said, "All right, here, here's my untimely deaths." There you go. Uh, but Miles <laughs> has always got cool stuff like that. So, um, what about the producer underscore underscore? You get to show yourself again and, and talk about what you got going on this week and maybe oh, the producer. Wait, do you mean Under- I I didn't get enough screen time earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I don't know why I keep doing that. It's not the last time too. <laughs> You're checking um, cameras before the show, and it's still up. That's why. As many yeah. times as I run through the show before we actually hit the stream button, there's always something I miss. Not you guys don't always notice for you, so, uh, you guys watching, but I there's like stuff I always do, something I forget. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Before I get into my plug, I just want to stress again, like with all the hacks going on and all that, guys, make sure you're not using the same passwords. I want to uh, stress this earlier too. Yes. Make sure you're not using the same passwords. Um, pop right. into the Good Game Report channel. Um, I usually keep everyone updated on stuff like this. Um, and also use password managers if you to keep everything a different pass uh, password on each site. Um, specifically ones that don't save outside of your own computer. I just want to stress that real quick. Um, but as far as I go, just anywhere that says Peter Bar- uh, underscore underscore. That's where you'll find me. Um, tonight I will be doing the Visage stream, as they mentioned earlier, and it was fun last week. I was, I was terrified the whole time, and we had that one knocking thing that really threw me off that I might add again tonight. Um, Mm. but it was really fun. 
other than that, catch me on Good Game Report. Well, Peter. Peter. Yes. Um, I just saw. Um, I just saw this. Uh, I didn't put it in. The, I didn't put it in the uh, the uh, the game deal section today because I'd already done it and sent you the scenes. But I just noticed that Visage will be on uh, for free on. Uh, well, it's not free, but if you have Xbox Game Pass, mm -hmm. uh, Visage will be on Xbox Game Pass soon. So, well, you could play it on Xbox Game Pass. I was trying to forget that that happened personally because I bought the game. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" I bought the game, and I was like, "Oh the wound, Tony." I was like, "I have Game Pass. I could have played it for free this whole time." <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Because it's one of those games that it, it's fun, and maybe someone else will, but I will personally probably play it once, and that's it. I'll probably never play it again. So I was trying to forget that that yeah. happened, but yes, you can but get you it for like free. The game. Peter paid for it and he's showing you the game. If you like the game and you got Game Pass, go play it for free. It's a, yep. it's it's a hell of experience, and I heard it just gets worse as we keep playing. So tonight I think it's gonna get a little bit more interesting. Oh yeah, oh, yeah baby. Can't wait. Tune in, tune in, guys. <laughs> tune in. I'm gonna be watching my Giants play baseball tonight, but don't think my mobile is not gonna have heat on there. I don't think the lights aren't gonna get turned off multiple times. Um, along with plenty of sounds. We just wore those sounds out last week. It was great. I'm I'm gonna try to add some other elements. I got to see if I can make it possible, but there's some other elements I'm planning. So hopefully it'll be even more interactive. You love to see it. <laughs> All, right. All right, everybody, that's the show for the week. Uh, it's time to raid somebody, as we do with every uh, game report uh, show that we have. We want to go out there and show some love out there to the community. Today, I, I made a personal pick. I made a personal pick. He plays Apex with me a couple of days a week in the mornings. You've been in one of my streams. You know who Shoots is. Uh, Shoots is retired Marine. Hell of a guy. This is a stand-up guy. This is a guy that uh, you know you can introduce to your parents and uh, and, and not not have to worry about it, right? He's very respectful. He's a very very good dude. Um, so please, let's go in there and show him some love. Um, it's actually my 21 month of being subscribed to him, so I'm going to pop that in there to start the stream. I'm going to call this his 21 month present. Uh, but he's playing some Apex Legends right now. Looks like he's playing with uh, with Quick. Uh, Quick's another cool guy uh, that, that, that plays games with. And uh, man, it's been a great episode 15. Um, 16's coming next week with a special guest. Make sure you're here. Also, thank you to everybody who watches it on YouTube. We get a lot of following on YouTube watching this after the fact and a lot of plays um, on the podcast. So thank you all. Appreciate everything that you do to support this. And, uh, man, have a great weekend. We'll see you next time, everybody. See ya.